0: Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy.
1: We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of Kidsviews.com. I'm here in the studio with Amy Wanzan of Amy Raptor. Hello. Hello. And Andrea Smith back Yay. in the studio.
0: Yay. We missed your purple. Oh, <laughs> we did. I, I, missed missed you you I did. We missed you guys. You did. You kind of worn a, wore a soft I pinkish wore a lavender. purple lavender. <laughs> yes, thank you.
1: Um, I know it's been a while since we've all been in the studio <laughs> yeah. together, but it's good. It's all good back. The band to be is back together. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> Taking the show on the road. <laughs> Um, So this week we are tackling a subject we've never talked, which I can't believe we've never talked about this. This is like a huge parenting milestone (laughs) and a like childhood rite of passage. We are going to talk about sleepovers Mm. and the strategies for having a sleepover, whether you should have a sleepover (laughs) um, or whether you should let your kids go to sleepovers. I mean, this is like a crazy complicated topic. I, I just remember dealing with it when my girls were young um, when it first came up and seemed scary. So we'll talk about that and then we'll have our Bites of the Week. We a nice quick show today. Yep. So let's jump right in. This was inspired by an article in the Wall Street Journal called The Best Sleepover Strategy for Parents which I actually thought was like going to be a way more interesting article than it was. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I got to the end and I was like, wait, where's the second
1: page? Like, that's it? Right. It's really just like we had a sleepover and here's how we did it. And maybe you don't want to have one, but maybe you do. I was like, wow, okay. But I thought it was interesting because I'm
0: so far removed from sleepovers that um, it was interesting to me to see how the entire landscape has changed, right?
2: And also you had a boy. Did you have a lot of sleepovers with a boy? I feel like
0: they're very gendered. We are... My son did have sleepovers mostly because he was an only child. So a lot of times I was like, "Do you want to have a friend over this weekend or if we went away I would take a so kid. So not
2: parties, just like But one not like person.
0: massive girl type sleep, but like my niece is have home ten from kids college. Sleepover. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. My
2: son has had like one he's he's slept over at somebody else's house I think twice in his entire life. Whereas my daughter, it's like every other weekend and every party is a sleepover.
1: Hmm. All right, so we have to dive into that a little bit. I wonder if it's Why? a gender thing. Well, it definitely yeah. is a gender yeah. thing, um, and maybe that'll change. I don't know, but what is it about girls wanting to all sleep over because they're so social? Sleepover? But do you think it's also a thing because the movie? Like, I've never seen a boy sleepover party at the movies. But even way back in Greece, you know, when hmm. the sleepover where she yeah, sings right. Sandra D, um, like it is a serious girl thing where you have the sleepover and you Right, you think there's of the hair. boys, you think of
0: Animal House. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, or you feel like it is always like one boy who slept, right, like a Stranger Things or a, like where there's right. like one
0: guy friend who slept over
1: mm-hmm. and you were both geeky and nerdy, like weird science. Yeah. Um. You don't think of it as like this 10-girl, you know, sleepover thing. Yep. Um, but it is a big girl oh. thing. Um. So I don't know, moms of boys, like change it up. Dad's boys. (laughs) Maybe maybe no one can handle a bunch of boys. Maybe the concept of like, of eight boys in your house at once sleeping over seems
0: like too much energy. I just don't know that boys want to do that. I mean, I remember Matt going to his friend's house and and he would call at like eight or nine at night, you know, his his friend's dad had the big home theater, you know, and, and just, you know, wanted all the kids at his house and they had a pool and it was a fun place to hang out. And he would call and say, can I stay over? But it was more a spontaneous. It wasn't right. a big plan. But here's the thing it that I was thinking. Party. It was in those days, it was very much about, do you let your son, do you let your kid play video games, right? It was very much, if someone came to our house, I would have to say to the parent, can your child play Xbox? Is that okay? Uh, and I don't let Matt play M games you know and he like he would come home from a friend's house a sleepover, and say man grand theft auto is <laughs> awesome and i'm like oh seriously you know and well, so now you're more worried about <laughs> porn now you're more worried about all the things they're doing <laughs> right. on their smartphones and exactly. you know and like who are they having online chats with than grand theft auto it's it's like evolved a little bit but mm, that's what so we worried funny. about
1: i never even considered that my daughter's wouldn't have sleepovers at some point. Like, right. it just seemed like at some point they were going to evolve to have sleepover parties. And I think it started happening in, like, third, fourth grade. Um, oh, that late? Yeah. Oh, my God. Fiona had like her first grade. sleepover
2: birthday party when she turned six. Oh,
1: my God. And like, I was so... I don't think I would have... I don't think my girls could have oh, done it.
2: I didn't want to. And she begged. And I was so nervous about caring, like, being responsible for all of those kids. I think there were six. I Yeah, I told her you can have five more girls. You can have six right. people because you're six. And I was so nervous about like the safety of those five girls all night. I oh. slept with them,
1: of course, on the kitchen <laughs> yeah, floor. You're responsible little. for yeah. them. Yeah. Yep. I think we did when my daughters were seven. We did a sleep under, which they talk about in this article, which is when everyone came. We did everything you would do at a sleepover. Everyone put on their pajamas. We watched a movie. They had pizza. We had cake. We did nails. We had all sorts of stuff, and then they left at nine. Um, they all got picked up at 9, and it was like the best part of the sleepover without... <laughs> sending them all <laughs> away. It was so nice, and all the parents were so excited because they all had a night they out. They got to go out to dinner. Ah. Yeah, they had a night out, no babysitter. And and, then, and the kids got sleep. And the kids got sleep, exactly. No one came home with strep and a fever, which my daughters are now almost 15 and had their camp bunk sleepover, their annual sleepover for after their camp reunion last weekend, and all 22 girls sick. Oh. <laughs> every oh, single no. one of them have varying degrees of cold, <sighs> fever, flu, cough, vomiting, like you name it, they all have oh, something. That sucks. And
0: it totally sucks. It's like a micro petri dish, you it know? It <laughs> is. It's
1: so gross.
0: Well there was
2: I always felt terrible because almost every single year that my daughter had a sleepover party there was always one girl who wasn't allowed to sleep over. Oh yeah. So she did a sleep under. Like she mm. had to leave at I think ten and I always just felt terrible. And I always just wanted to, you know, talk to that mom and be like, What are you doing to your kids? No, like, what I you- know
1: why. So I have friends I, I do know people who absolutely they don't let their kids go on overnight school trips. Um, and I know it's gonna sound awful, but they have an experience in their own childhood mm. or with a relative or something where something happened, on honestly, uh, or something bad. Mm. Um, I mean, I had a friend who told me when my daughters were little, like little, 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 never let your daughter sleep over a house if there's an older brother. I was like, wow, what? I would never think about that. And they were yeah. like, that's where things happen. Yeah. And they obviously had had an experience where somebody was molested at a sleepover party by an older cousin or older brother. And I was like, oh, I never thought about that. Like, geez. But so I do think sometimes it comes from a, a very protectionist place, right. Or like, it could be that the, the, like, that the kid is very
0: scared, and the mom, yeah, and the mom takes it beds. on and says, "I right. don't allow it."
1: So there's like a there's a mix of things, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, my my daughter's still, I mean, they're almost they're in high school, and the, one of them has an overnight trip to DC, and there are a couple of kids who aren't. Their parents don't mm. let them do that; they just don't. Well, I think um, you can tell by my sighing and noises how I feel about that. <laughs> um, but aside from all that, if you do decide to have a sleepover. Okay, so I'm going to suggest the sleep under to start. I really do. I think it's great. They put on their PJs. They have that experience. They feel cool. They stay up late. And then you don't have to deal with 800 air mattresses and sleeping bags, whatever.
2: <laughs> Two of which the kids broke
1: last time. our course. Use them. So now they sleep on the floor in the sleeping <laughs> bags. So let's talk about if you're planning a sleepover. So one of the things the article talked about, which I totally agree with, was your kid has to be involved in the planning let them make help make the schedule um, okay wait how i have to it's gonna go
2: i have to jump in right here because when i had sleepovers when i was a kid we wanted movies and food and no adults anywhere near us and now if i don't actually plan something the kids get bored what is up with that
1: that's interesting because we didn't so when i had sleep i had sleepovers all the time growing up. Um, I had a really, really big room.
2: Well, I'm just talking about parties. Like when my daughter the has a friend sleepover, they just go away and I never see them. But no, for right. actual parties, if I don't plan activities, I had nothing they planned. get bored I had oh, for a party.
1: zero planned when hmm. I was growing up. Because first right. of all, there weren't even... Yeah. I'm going to so... Sound so old now. There weren't even VCRs. So no, we would you plan to right. watch a movie. You weren't
0: watching a movie,
1: like no. maybe the Brady
0: Bunch was. No, I'll on tell you no, no, what the, we did. The, do, the which great, great sleepovers
2: bad. were at the the one friend's house, Kathy, yeah. who had cable. Where we would like <laughs> all look in TV guide and be like, okay, the sleepover has to be this night because this movie is going to be on.
1: Really, not Love Boat. Um,
0: so oh, <laughs> love I was watching that fantasy. the
2: other night.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> it does not hold up. Um, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, we my we definitely didn't have anything planned when I had sleepovers. I know we probably ordered in pizza because that was the only thing that the only thing that delivered when I was growing up. And mm-hmm. I grew up in New York, mind mm-hmm. you, was pizza, pizza and bad Chinese. Mm-hmm. Like those were the two things that delivered. Oh, they didn't
2: even deliver in Buffalo. I think
1: we had to like my mom went and picked to up and get the it. pizza. So those so we probably had pizza, and then we would go up to my room. And just be up all night, like, giggling and laughing mm-hmm. and doing whatever we did. We never, there was no TV, there was no movie. No smartphones, no Wi-Fi, well, definitely no Skype. That. No, right. And, um, but we did a lot of bad things. You know what we would do? <laughs> we would, we would do prank phone prank calls. Prank phone calls. I was yeah. just going <laughs> to say, prank phone calls. I should have been supervised. Are you kidding? Prank phone calls. Before and, there was caller ID. Yep. And slam books. I mean, we did. We made those yeah. horrible slam books. We used to do something about our teachers, even. Like, make horrible. I had one friend who was incredibly artistic, and she really could draw some mean stuff.
0: Wow. Um,
1: but so maybe it's better now that kids have, I don't like, know. a movie did, in their supervised. We did
0: prank phone calls. Yes. Ordered pizza. Bad karaoke. You know, like oh, really yeah, like trying lip-sync. to sing yeah. with a perfume bottle or a banana or, <laughs> or a you know, brush. And a hairbrush, air guitar, that kind of thing. But we didn't like we didn't my mother never planned anything. It was no. just you want people, have people. Yeah, yeah. yeah we course. would play truth or dare. That oh, was always yes. truth, oh, or dare. Yeah. truth or Dare. Truth or Dare
1: was also a big one. Yep. That's so funny. So I don't know what they do now. Um, aside from the fact that it's so organized, like they really don't have any free time. So in my, we're also in an apartment. So like, I mean, these poor kids. Like there was nothing they could do without us. And then the worst part is my husband and I were like stuck in our bedroom. So it's like <laughs> where are we gonna go? Um, but so my big thing was clearing the movie with mm-hmm. the other parents uh, because what I would allow my kids to watch, maybe they wouldn't in the first year. My daughters, it was the night of the Lady Gaga concert on HBO. (laughs) So that's what they all wanted to watch. And I think they were eight. They were maybe eight years old. So I had to clear with all the parents that they could watch Lady Gaga. And they were like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, Halfway through Lady God concert, I'm like, okay, we're watching. Something else.
2: <laughs> you didn't clear it with yourself.
1: I was like, whoa, it was HBO. Oh,
2: well, it was really fun. Even the girls were like, I think this is inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, when the kids are telling you it's inappropriate, it's, so nice. it's time to turn it. Well, the year that Frozen came out on DVD, um, my daughter wanted a Frozen party. Mm. And so, like, I, I didn't like get like pinterest level but you know i got a bunch of blue crap and and decorated and got the movie that was supposed to be the main activity was watching it and then they all came downstairs and mass and said we don't want to watch frozen we want to watch airplane <sighs> and it was like 11 30 and i couldn't get a hold of most of the parents you know i texted everybody right. but there were several who didn't text back and i was like screw it watch it it's airplane half of it that would
1: just go over their head anyway. yeah uh, yeah I mean it's she had seen it right you know but it's so funny so I the best thing I think we've ever done this article talks about too is like start the party later <laughs> that's the other <laughs> thing it's like you don't want the honestly but like oh you God. have like eight hours ahead of you that's terrible
2: they all come home with Fiona that's the problem Oh, no, I would They just come never home with it.
1: her on the subway after oh, no. school, and it just oh. starts at, like, 3 o'clock. No, 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 no. 6 o'clock, everyone can come and start with dinner. Like, settle in. Figure you're going to eat by, like, 6.37. Like, you've got to kill time. That's my theory. And then they can, like do nails and play whatever I actually one year it was for their sleep under I like hired the teenage girl in my building to come and like do nails if you have a teenager you know it's like the perfect because then they're also cool right Mm -hmm. and they're fun and they're fun yeah and they did we didn't have musically at the time but I think musically Probably be fun, and then mm-hmm. I would take all their phones after that. <laughs> I would, I would take, and I would tell all the parents I'm doing it. I would say, "We're not having phones. If you need to get a hold of your kid, like this is my number, this yeah. is my text." But it's not just because they get in a lot of trouble on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, just like we used to do slam books, I think it can evolve into that on mm-hmm. social really quickly. But they're also posting, and then kids who weren't invited, right? See, and then they and feel like, bad. That sucks, and also. A lot of them, like then their parents are texting them the whole time, oh. and then it's not like they're at the party. Then they're just texting with their parent the whole time. Then their parents sort of checking up on you, like, are you guys still awake? What are you watching? <laughs> what did you do? What'd you what did, did you eat? Did she feed you? Yeah, <laughs> right. So I would say set up that rule ahead of time too. Either don't bring your phones, or that's smart. Take the phones, um, and put them in a basket, and then the thing we did, which we could do in the city really easily, is we went to the diner for breakfast the next morning. Smart. Because I was like,
0: mm. I don't want to cook
1: for tw- even pancakes. But like when you're cooking for that many kids, it's like a yeah. lot of batches, a lot of dishes, a lot. Also, I knew that and I And pancakes
0: have to- aren't all ready at
1: the same time. Right. And then I didn't have to wait for the parents to show up to pick them up. So I was like, oh. we'll be at the diner. <laughs> so I slept all their sleeping bags, all their crap to the diner. And then, like, one by one, they got picked up until the last one there. But they weren't at my house waiting to be picked I up. The and
2: breakfast I, is what I hate the least. Really? Yeah. Oh, but I'm that's because so you like to point. cook. I do. Yeah. And, in fact, the activities that I plan for the kids, I try to plan as many around food as possible. Like, decorating cupcakes and making their yes. own individual pizzas and stuff like that. That takes a lot. One year we did um, – oh, we t- I think I talked about this. We, we, they each made their own candy bar.
1: Yeah, and then that
2: was ready the next day to to package up and take home.
1: That's perfect. We do a um, ice cream sundae bar too. Like that's always a that's fun. big hit because it's so easy. You just dump all the sprinkles and all the different things, and
0: so it's funny. So obviously we're talking about kids, you know, your kids' age and younger. And my sister just, you know, she was going through this two week- weekends ago. She kept texting me saying, "I can't believe I said yes to this." <laughs> Her daughter, who's home from college, she's a freshman, and they have like a five week. Christmas break what five weeks my niece was home five weeks and so apparently two-thirds of the way through she missed all her friends who were scattered all over so she asked my sister hey can I invite some friends to come sleep over and next thing my sister knew there were 15 college (laughs) kids coming to sleep over in her basement I know. (laughs) and so I was just thinking you know god at that age you can't take away phones You you can take away car keys which is what we used to do um, but you know the same kind of thing. Like what, do you, you, you don't plan activities for twenty year olds. They certainly have their own. <laughs> God, be but awful. those activities, you know, might keep you up all night or right. not what you'd like them to be doing right. in your basement. Find quarters in your basement. But it's interesting listening to you guys because it's the same thing. My sister would text me, you know, like Dee and I are out grocery shopping. We're picking up food. We're getting this. We're making sure we have toilet paper. All you right. know, it was like this whole thing to have fifteen kids mm-hmm. over.
1: What's well, yeah. a lot of people? If you were close yeah. to host anyone at your home, it was that many people. Like that's a crazy. The amount. I think the problem with the kids too is they all need a backup plan. Like, there's just sometimes I would say 50% of the time one of those kids wants to go home. Really? Yeah. I think there just is a kid who maybe can't fall asleep mm-hmm. or gets overtired or whatever it is. Where all of a sudden, they're like, you know, you get the two in the morning. Or who's so hyper
0: and bothering yeah. everyone so they can't go to sleep. So I've been, been lucky.
1: Or maybe Fiona just warned
2: her, warned all her friends about her parents. Like, no, no, no. Once they're asleep, you do not wake <laughs> You're them not up. are not going home <laughs> unless there's
1: blood. Well, someone told me about um, I can't remember, but one of the girls just had her cell phone and called her parents, and they picked her up, and the parents never knew. <gasps> like they like came at two in the morning. Like she met them downstairs, and she left. And I think all the girls she, were asleep. The parents
0: didn't text her. Say they oh, just
1: my God. like came and got her, and like in the morning, everyone's like, "Where's you know Delilah?" Okay, <laughs> it was like, Delilah was wow. missing. Um, That would totally freak me out. It would totally freak me out. Like, how weird is that? That's weird. But I think there is, there's so many things you have to prepare for, like, the noise level. Like, you cannot comprehend what it is to have even five. Let's say Mm -hmm. you have five girls sleeping over. The level of five girls is something special (laughs) that you have to prepare for.
2: That's that's, like, I was so surprised by what you said about the older brother, because my son doesn't want to be anywhere near the house when the girls are having their sleepover like you know he doesn't usually what happens is my husband will take him out to like a baseball game or something they'll get home really late and then he will run up to his room and barricade himself (laughs) he doesn't want anything to do with those girls and they of course want to torture him because he's the older brother
1: Yeah, I guess you should prepare the Mm. other siblings. And maybe pets, too. (laughs) Oh, you don't see
2: my cat for
1: 24 hours. Um, But I think also tell parents, too. Like, my sister was super, super allergic to dogs and cats. Mm. And if she was invited to sleepover and they they didn't tell, I mean, she would show up and and then she'd want to stay and then she'd have an asthma attack.
2: There's one girl Um, who's very allergic to our cat, so I would have to vacuum everything and then give her some medicine. Right. And she would always, her face would kind of blow up. She didn't care. She always wanted to come. (laughs) It's
1: so sad. (laughs) So, yeah. all right. So here's the bottom line tips for, like, if you're going to do the sleepover. First of all, this article is really funny. We'll put a link to it. But it has the kids, like, handwritten schedule, <laughs> um, which is either going to be a big hit with her guests or they're going to be like, ay,
2: ay, ay Control phrase. <laughs> oh, Fiona's <laughs> was always, like, like in five-minute segments. So yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah, you might have to, like, help them be the cruise director a little <laughs> bit. Like, maybe leave a half hour for that. Yeah. Um, so this is the, the big tips are let your child plan with you set a schedule of activities choose a movie in advance I'm going to add clear it with parents if you need to um, ask friends to leave cell phones at home or turn them in when they get there make snacks that require you to check in and replenish so I thought oh this that was, was a interesting. really interesting idea. Yep. That if you have food out or, like, you're doing tacos, make your own tacos, make your own pizza. That you can be coming in and just, I'm just adding more cheese. Right. Totally not spying on you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And get to know the personalities of your child's friends in advance so you can be smart whether to intervene. So that was really about if your kid has the one friend who's sort of a troublemaker, who's sort of, you know, the one who's going to be the ringleader in making prank phone calls (laughs) or what have you or torturing the older sibling or the younger sibling. Um, kind of know that ahead of time and kind of I mean you know Be I, on the I was never above warning a child
2: Oh, I was never ever above that oh there was one girl who came for like three years in a row who you could tell nobody in her life ever said no to her except at this party <laughs> right. I would say no to her every chance I got <laughs> yeah. to like fill her up
1: with discipline <laughs> fill her up with no I she I hated to that him. girl oh my god it's so awful but so true <laughs> so true Um, Talk about what is appropriate with your child in advance. So I think tell your child what's expected of them um, is certainly key. And then consider the sleep under, where we talked about that before, too. I like that idea.
0: I loved the sleep under. For younger under. kids, I think I, that's a great idea. I
1: like it for myself. I know. Like, as an adult an Like, I need to sleep in my own bed. It is just not fun for I, me. I know this sounds like my daughter
2: is just running roughshod over me, but, like, she would never go for that. And, like, it's her birthday. It's right. the one day a year Well, when, now when, she's too old. I feel like yeah. that's, like, when they're, like... That's exactly for younger Amy kids who might have, have six, a problem. But, like, six
1: or seven, yeah. But even like, then, nine. I couldn't say...
2: Like, it was her birthday. Right. I couldn't say But
1: no. you had enough people. Who agreed? See, what I think is, it's hard to find parents. Six is little. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I don't. My girls. That's yeah, why I was so freaked little. out. Right. Yeah. My girls wouldn't have done it. Um, and then they had tips in here for if your kid goes to a sleepover, which I think is also really important. Like if you're going to send your kid to a sleepover, tell them. You know, here's what's expected. Like, don't forget to say please and thank you. Don't forget to clean up about yourself. Like we I, I don't know why there were always like random like pairs of underwear left around <laughs> or socks. Like these kids do not know how to keep track of their stuff. So it also helps if you're packing your kids' bag for an overnight like pack with them. Right. So they so know, they what's know in what the they're bag. Brought. Pack it like yes. for camp. Label and everything. Label yes. everything. Yeah, yeah. and also that
0: they should let the parent know if they're uncomfortable. Yes. If they have an issue or need to go home or...
1: Right. And tell them there's always a number they can call or whatever it is. Um, And, yeah, make sure they're comfortable. And then... But I think teaching your kid to be a big guest is... A good guest is also key. Um, You know, clean up after themselves. Say please and thank you. Say thank you when they leave the party. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't want to have the kid who's, like, the awful kid who... Everyone has to say no to 100 percent I did pride <laughs> then,
0: myself on that. I mean I always used to get pressure. people would say to me, Oh, your son has the best manners. And I'm like, Really? Yeah, well, always, <laughs> Not enough, to always to someone else. But always to someone else. I mean, you know, apparently he's the way. kid that got up and cleared his plate after dinner and right. said thank you for dinner and you know, remembered to, to really have good manners. So. And peer
1: pressure. I think it's important to talk to your kid about that. Whether you're hosting it
0: or they're going to a
1: sleepover because Things go down. It's Lord of the Mm -hmm. Flies. Like, things go down when kids get together. So I always gave my kids the out too of just teach your kid early how to fake a headache, (laughs) stomachache, what Mm. have you, if they want to leave. But also if your kid is hosting, that they need to feel comfortable coming to you. Even if they say, like, oh, I forgot something. I have to go get my mom. And then, like, they come and tell you, like, oh, this one is snuck another phone in and she's showing everyone Mm. dirty pictures. Like, whatever it is. Or she's sexting some boy or she's FaceTiming some boy or whatever. Whatever the drama is going to be, um, wow. give your kid an out. Either way. All right, those are our tips for sleepovers. Mm. Have one. And if you've had one with a group of boys, I really want to hear about
2: it. Like yeah, a boy, a big one. birthday party. Yeah, yeah not I feel a couple like I've friends. I've seen sleeping a few over. on
1: Facebook. Not really, really recently? Yeah. That's cute. All right, I want to see them. Boys should have sleepovers too. Yeah. Why not? Make we it have a Parenting Bites
0: sleep under. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I too like to sleep in my own bed, but I'd like to. That's usually what happens in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's right.
1: All right. We'll be right back with our Bites of the Week.
2: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
0: You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy.
1: All right, we are back with our Bites of the Week. Amy, you're on. So um, in Las
2: Vegas, Andrea introduced me to the people behind the new Koros Lynx bicycle helmet, which is my new favorite thing in the world. And we had one freaky warm day last week where it was 62 degrees. So I was actually able to take this thing out on my bike for a spin um, in February, which was crazy. But what it is, I think, I feel like I've talked on the show before about my bone conducting headphones. Mm -hmm. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Um, They don't go in your ears. They go right in front of your ears and they put the sound into your cheekbones and you hear it that way. And they're great for jogging because, you know, sometimes you jog with one earphone out so that you can hear what's going on. They're great for that. They're great for biking but this helmet takes that technology and actually puts it into the helmet. So you've got the two little speakers on the straps that go on the side of your face. And then there's a, a microphone in the top of the helmet that's like protected from the wind. I made a phone call to my husband to test it out and while it I was biking. it like was He didn't even know that, it, I, I said, how does it sound? And he's like, sounds fine, why? And I'm like, oh, I'm on a bike in heavy wind. <laughs> he's like, I never would have known. He said it, he could hear a lot of background noise because right. it's New York. Um, right. But he said it sounded really good. The sound was great. It comes with a little remote that you can strap to your your bike handles to control it. Bluetooth? Yeah, via Bluetooth or through the app. But when you're riding, it's really easy Mm -hmm. to use this remote to, like, go to the next song, uh, you know, answer a call. Um, I'd say the only complaint I have, and again, I'm biking in a lot of noisy areas, is... If you're like behind a bus or something, you can't quite get the volume loud enough for a phone call. But um, other than that, yeah, it's fantastic. Is
0: it as, my question was, is it as safe as a standard bicycle helmet? Does it also have all the safety features? It's
2: a great helmet. It has that little dial thing on the back so that you can fit it really tightly Uh. to your head. Um, Yeah, the helmet itself is like really good quality. Mm. I'd say better quality than, than my current one, which was like $80. How much is that? So that's the one, that's the thing. I, I showed it to my husband. I told him what it did. I said, How much would you pay for this? And he said, I, I think about $150. It's $200. Oh, yeah. It's busy. Now, Yeah, because it's a really good helmet. And then I think those bone conducting right. headphones sell by themselves right. for about $100. Right. So when you add it up like that, it seems reasonable, but you don't have the flexibility of using the headphones outside of the helmet. Still, they were so comfortable and worked so well. If I didn't have this helmet already, I would totally buy them. I that's mean, two and if you were a helmet. biker,
0: I mean, if you enjoy bike riding and it's something that you do a lot as a sport, and you
2: especially know. if you make calls yeah. Yeah. while you're biking, then yeah. it's then it it's unmatched. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm pretty. Like, if you're texting while you're biking, <laughs>
2: I'm I'm pretty clumsy. Then and, you need and a I really
0: good helmet to protect you from when you crash. Why?
2: Oh, <laughs> while that's the texting. other thing. It has an impact sensor where you can put in an emergency number, and if it if it detects an impact, it texts that person. Oh, and that's says, like great. You oh, that's just cool. crashed
0: your bike. Plus, it's really handy. Probably the person you were texting with when you <laughs> crashed
2: the bike. Plus, even if 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 you're um just listening, even, even if you don't want to listen to music or make phone calls. Uh, you can use it to listen to directions from Google Maps. Right, that's Which great. is
1: right. just
0: so handy nice. if you're on a long I think clock, I may right. need to try that. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's
1: cool. Yeah. All right, Andrea.
0: All right, so I'm also, I'm still doing my testing. So, you know, lately I've been testing out um, smart activity trackers. The fitness trackers, the ones that give you notifications on your phone. And I'm all about getting my notification on my watch so that I don't always have to dig for my is phone. Is that one right there? I'm
2: looking at this so thing on Andrea's wrist. That looks like a real watch. It looks like this, a nice watch. Isn't
0: this beautiful? So this is made by Fossil. It's the Fossil Hybrid Smart Watch. This one's called the Q-Taylor, but they have all different ones. And here's what I like about this. It looks like a beautiful watch. A, that doesn't right?
2: look like any kind of tracker it's, at all.
0: Right. So... It's kind of a little give and take because, well, here, like the brand newness of the plastic just came off the back. <laughs> I was going to ask you, is that part of the wand? It comes with this plastic thing. Um, first of all, you don't have to change charge the battery every three days. So the other Ooh. ones, I'll be out and halfway through the day, the battery's gone. Right. Now it's nothing but an ugly black thing on my wrist. <laughs> this is like six, eight months of battery, and then you physically change the battery. Nice. But this does all the same thing. It does. Uh, it's got Bluetooth connectivity. It's Android Wear, so you've got that app on your phone. And, of course, it can be iOS and not just Android. And this one gives you all those features. You can get smartphone notifications. You can control your music on here. You can use the buttons. It's like a regular face. So here's the thing. It doesn't come up with, like, you know, Rebecca called or your text message. I would give you a color uh, or a vibration, and it will vibrate on my wrist. So for instance, I have my husband programmed in here. So when he texts me or calls me, I get a vibration that tells me that's happening and then I know to go to my phone. Okay. It's not actually it's not showing like an me. Apple Watch. Not at all. Okay. It is not a smartwatch with notifications, which is why they call it a hybrid. So I'm trying to see because I really do like to get that notification. I like to be able to see I'm home, everything's good. Mm-hmm. Th- but then you're stuck wearing one of those big, chunky activity trackers. Right, so right. I love this for its beauty. I'm learning how to understand the notifications. You can also take a selfie with this. So like you could set really? up your camera far away, and this acts as a remote ah, for your phone's camera. Okay. Um, you've got the activity tracking. You can also um, call your phone. If you've lost your phone, you press the uh, button. So there's a lot of features in here. Cool. It's just not the notifications that you get on one right. of those LED screen ones. But it's a gorgeous phone. It's cool. Watch, I mean. <laughs> it's it's kind of like a phone. It's a gorgeous watch. It is. Yeah. That's very cool. All right. So my
1: bite this week is something you need to have your children stop doing, which is watching PewDiePie. Mm.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So he has 53 million subscribers. He's the most profitable YouTube personality and this week maker has dropped him um That's and disney, disney yeah and disney dropped the development deal they had with him so he was both he was maker studios obviously highest performing youtube star and also had a development deal with disney and the reason this all happened is he started posting just for no reason um anti-semitic videos just literally started Doing First of all, he, I guess a few months ago, had like a Trump hat on in a video and he was interspersing his video with clips of Hitler. And he's not American, right? No, Swedish. 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 Yeah. Um, you know, lovely skin where everything's perfect. Um, but of course, they killed all the Jews there, so there are none. So I guess this comes <gasps> from there. Um, so he is, then he posted, he paid kit people on through Fiverr he hired people in India, I think, to hold up signs saying death to the Jews. Oh, I didn't
0: know he paid people on Fiverr to do that.
1: Uh-huh. <gasps> paid people on Fiverr to do it. And the, those people, when they were then contacted, literally like two guys on the side of a road holding up a sign saying death to Jews, which then he made a video of, and then cut himself hysterical laughing, mm. thinking it was the funniest thing ever. And the poor guys who he hired had no idea what the sign said. Mm. don't speak English. They just made it and held it up for five bucks and – taped it and he made that into a video and so and I guess there's been four or five of these videos over the last few months and I think it was that last one that finally um, Disney was like what is going on and he has said like it's all being taken out of context what kind be- of
2: context could there <laughs> right. be where a sign saying kill the Jews right. is okay it's
1: funny it's different it's not a thing you have to see it in context it's like everyone is getting
0: the context dude there's yeah, only but, one but there's a Is sign to, and you're laughing at it. That's right. the content. Did you people stop, stop watching, or or was it just that Disney finally noticed and said we're dropping just you? Just that Disney. I mean, noticed. did other people? I actually think he probably went like,
1: up. The, well, what I think he pulled was, the video, right? He pulled that one, but one of the big right wing online publications um the biggest one for white neo-nazi nationalists whatever they want to call themselves now the bannon news basically (laughs) named him like their top propagandist and then put up his site and like put up a link to his youtube channel and like congratulated him or whatever so i'm sure his views went up um actually if you read the comments which if you're feeling like Journeying to the eighth layer of hell, you're welcome to do, but you cannot believe the people supporting him. It is unbelievable. So, anyway, my thing about this, the biggest thing, my problem with this is A, it took Disney a long time. But he reaches so many millions of kids. Oh, both of my kids watch yeah. him. Yeah, every kid watches him. That's why he has million. I mean, He's the number one. I mean, for people who don't know who he is, he basically usually just films himself playing video games. I mean, that's how he started. <laughs>
0: but isn't that um, what like Twitch TV is? I mean, why do kids watch that? Well, regardless of that, that's how he
1: started, and he has insane brand endorsements, insane brand sponsorships, mm-hmm. and I don't see. Nearly the kind of pressure being placed on those brands, with him who ha- actually reaches mil- tens of millions of kids every day, that people placed on Nordstrom to drop Ivanka Trump's stupid right. shoes and handbags. Well, I think a lot of people just don't know yet. I didn't know till you posted something right. last night. It, well, because it came out in Ad Week and it came out in the Wall Street Journal this week. So, but people must have known that he was posting those videos. He's 53 million subscribers. Like, why did it take? Yeah. Two did, or three months for this to for come people out. to start speaking yeah, for out against to say it, stuff yeah. against it. Yeah, which is just a whole other issue. And um, you're right about
0: the brands. I mean, I re- I was talking about this the other day. I Remember when when Rush Limbaugh um, was just slammed? What was her name? Sandra Flockhart? Sandra Flock? Some, oh yeah, yeah. I can't remember what she had done, but I mean, he slammed her on the air. You know, and she was just completely in the right about what was going on. It was a stupid political thing, and he was being a right wing. Crazy, but I mean, there was so much pressure on the brands that support him that he had to apologize. Right. That's usually how I mean, it goes. That's how it works. That's the pressure. And this that is comes somebody
1: in. who's directly reaching kids. Yeah. Like, and I said to the other, someone said to me after I post this, is he on YouTube Kids? And I was like, I don't know, hmm. but I'm going to find out because YouTube is not doing anything. Yeah. YouTube has not done a well. single thing about it. Um, so Maker might have dropped him, but that doesn't make a difference. And he lost his development deal, but doesn't make – he made $14 million last year on YouTube, supposedly. Hmm. So anyway, if right, your kid so not watches watching. him, it is time to have that conversation with your kids. And even if they do continue to watch him, what I would say is have them unsubscribe. Hmm. If your kids subscribe to him, drop the subscription because that hurts more than the views. Because subscriber base is sort of Mm. everything. Because then it's automatically pushed out. So anyway, it's something you can do proactively. Um, And if you, I'm sure someone will put together a list of all the brands that work with him very shortly. And we'll link to that too. Anyway, that is my bite of the week. Um, That's it. It's an anti-bite. It's an anti-bite. I want to bite him. Don't
0: bite (laughs) him.
1: Um, anyway so you can find us on facebook.com slash parenting bites we'll have links to everything we talked about except him we will just have links <laughs> to the articles about him yes. we will not have links to him um, on parenting where you can also see all the links we talked about today and that's kind of it find us on iTunes parenting bites share share episodes um, last week's episode in particular the one about breastfeeding mm-hmm. has been getting a ton of comments and a ton of conversation which is amazing yeah. we want to keep that going um Let us know if you've hosted sleepovers, particularly for boys. I'm so (laughs) curious or what your best tips are. Um, iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, and on Play.it, where you can find us and all the CBS podcasts until next week. Wow, next week already. It's already the middle, already President's Week. (gasps) Wow. Crazy. See you next week. See you you next week. (laughs)